This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. This is the Get Booked Podcast, sort of. We are recording on January 29th. I am Jen Northington. I'm here with our managing editor, Vanessa Diaz, and we are coming to you from Book Riot. Guess who's back? Yeah, I've been singing that all day. We're not really back. We're kind of back. We're sort of we're back. We're kind of back. Back light. Yeah, the... The big news is that we're going to do an experiment in this feed. Um, We're going to tell you exactly what that will consist of in just a minute. So if you only want like the top line TLDR, you can listen through to that. Then we're going to talk a little bit about why. Um, But first, welcome Vanessa, our like resident, very special episode co-host. (laughs) I'm like, I would like to add podcast consultant to my resume. (laughs) Podcast revision consultant, maybe. You're just so good at it. (laughs) I'm actually really jazzed to have the conversation so I'm glad to be here (laughs) yeah it's been an interesting like moment what with like ATV going through some changes and then you know obviously get booked having to figure out some new things and like what podcast is going to be next (laughs) hopefully none of them hopefully none (laughs) hopefully everybody else can just continue doing what they're doing (laughs) thank you so much appreciate it yeah but yes anyway I'm excited to talk through this brainchild experiment with you me too. We're going to talk um, some juicy all right. things. Oh, yeah. We're going to talk about some juicy stuff. Uh, okay. So let's see. Let's do like a little sponsor break just for funsies. Today's episode is brought to you by Greenleaf Book Group. No summer vacation should be without a great read. And I don't know about you, but I am partial to mysteries and thrillers for my hot month reads. It's hot girl reading summer always over here. And from the award-winning librettist of Legally Blonde, the musical and the screenwriter of Freaky Friday, Heather Hawk, comes the page-turning psychological thriller, The Trouble with Drowning. So when author Eden Hart floats into Tucson's Antigone books and all her dazzling perfection to give a reading, Kat, a struggling writer, can't help but compare herself. Thankfully, Kat's life starts to take on its own Eden-like glow when her literary future takes shape and she falls madly in love with Jacob. As demons from her past begin to surface, Kat's mental health craters and this halcyon dream slips through her fingers. For the fastest paced slow burn you won't be able to put down, be sure to check out The Trouble with Drowning by Heather Hawk on Amazon or your retailer of choice. And thanks again to Greenleaf Book Group for sponsoring this episode. And now for the big reveal. Drum roll. That's a, the worst drum roll I've ever done. I just um, went, ah. so like, I was like, yeah, just make existential dread noises. Right. <laughs> I don't dread this news. It was just like, I forgot what to, what a drum roll sounded like. And this is the perfect thematic like, yes, really. revelation. I know. So, okay. So we're going to do an experiment. We, through the months of October, September, nope, August, September, and October. (laughs) I remember how to do this, I swear. August, September, and October, we're going to spend three months. I have 
a plan. It's yes. not just going to be random stuff. It's a whole plan. But we're going to spend that time seeing, A, if it works for y'all. Does it work for us? Is it sustainable? <laughs> Are people interested in it? Uh, and where we're going to start is with a revamp of The Hand Cell. Some of you might remember a show we did for a while called Recommended, which was one of my podcast babies. I loved yes. that show so much. And we were like, well, what if we smashed up The Hand Cell and Recommended? So we're going to have guest authors come talk about three books three that they love and obviously we'll give them a moment to like talk about their own book um but yeah we're gonna hear favorite books from authors it'll be an interview style show and that will be every other thursday starting the first week of august and then i am super proud of this idea it's been it's been nice to see that other people like it too because I was like, yes. is, this, is this actually any good? Like, I don't know. <laughs> it's always great but, when you're like, oh, people like this. <laughs> yeah, people like this. So to that's obviously the hand cell part, but we still want to give you the personalized reading recommendations part. Oh. But also, we can't do it the same way we were doing it. So we're gonna do a thing that we're gonna call human versus algorithm, and once a month. Two hosts, myself and somebody else, will come on. We will take four listener questions from the archives, or if y'all want to keep sending them in for this purpose, uh, you can do that too. But we'll select four listener questions from the Get Booked, uh, you know, unanswered list. And one of us will give a personalized recommendation, and the other one will be in charge of finding an algorithm-supplied recommendation. And we will talk about... Is it a good rec? Like, which one is better? Mm -hmm. Does the algorithm make sense? Like, all of that fun, juicy stuff. I love this idea so deeply. Right? It's going to be fun. And then we'll also shout out a couple books that we just, like, wish more people would read. And that will be Human versus Algorithm. And it'll happen once a month. So you'll get three of those episodes, one each in August, September, and October. And let's let's talk a little bit about why we're doing this this way. Yes. So... Once upon a time, when Book Riot was, was very small, <laughs> S-M-O-L, um, yes. you know, we came up with all these wonderful podcasts that we've been so happy to bring to y'all and to see, you know, how well you've received them. We started off with just a couple and then have, you know, branched out into genres, et cetera. And, um, you know, for those of you who have been loyal listeners to get booked, for example, you'll know that once upon a time, yeah. Amanda and Jen actually gave double the recommendations yes. per it's question. More double? than double. No, more than it double. Was, yes, it was because three, we three did picks? two. We did two picks per question, but we did eight questions. Exactly. So, so again, do the math there. And when you first start a podcast like that, or any kind of recommendation, you know, situation like that, is probably sustainable. Yeah. And then they changed the podcast several years ago to instead include less questions, less recommendations per question. So they were just each doing one recommendation. But that is still so many books. And you might say, well, you know, dig into your backlist knowledge. And this, I mean, Jen and Amanda were both former booksellers. I'm a former Mm. bookseller. We've worked in the bookish internet for some time. But that is easier said than done as well. It's a thing we want to still continue to do. But it was a lot of questions and often a lot of reading for a weekly show. Right. That we continue to try to do as much as possible. And then as you all probably know, Amanda recently also left, um, Look, left book, right? We, we still keep in touch. But mm-hmm. all of that together with also this collective, I think, reckoning of where everybody is right now, period, 
without yeah. even taking into consideration that the model of the show was just not going to be sustainable much longer, especially as Jen has taken on new responsibilities as everybody else in the company <laughs> has taken on. Like, you know, we, we've grown, we've been promoted, we do new stuff. And to try to do all of those things while still existing in this moment of sort of collective trauma, I guess is the only yeah. real way to put it, was a like, okay, we we cannot just do the old, you know, put someone else in Amanda's shoes. If for no other reason than because it's uh, who, who could fill Amanda's shoes. Right. <laughs> I know uh, I right. Truly, truly. <laughs> so here we are yeah. wanting to do something, right? And that's still, right. you know, reader service, but also right. we can do. <laughs> Yeah, I was thinking about it this morning as I was like getting my coffee ready. And I was thinking about how like, oh, yeah, remember when we used to do two recommendations per question? Mm -hmm. And I, I remember that one of the reasons that we eventually were like, we need to change this was because especially when you're trying not to repeat, exactly. you run out of books. So yeah. like 16 books per episode per week. Like that's yeah, I can't do math that fast in my head. That's a lot. It's like 60 four books a month it's so many like that's like most people don't read 64 books a year and like some you people have don't read to... it in a lifetime <laughs> right <laughs> right and like you can't you have to target it too it's not mm -hmm. like you can recommend any 64 no, books yeah. like they have to be specific so then yeah dropping it to one each and seven questions that's still you know a lot of books again math i'm not going to do on the fly but like <laughs> it, it was it's a lot of books and you know again amanda and i both of us read fast. Both of us were very willing to, like, do research when we couldn't read. Yeah. Um, and, you know, I think a certain amount of, I'm well, you know this, Vanessa, bookselling, mm -hmm. like, you get used to, like, picking up on, like, oh, yeah, this is this is the kind of book that's good for this kind of person. Even if I've never read it. Yeah. Even if I've never read it. Exactly. Like, I feel confident enough in my, like, ability to, like, do some research, talk to people, you know, and then move forward. But some of our hosts are not comfortable recommending stuff yeah. they haven't read and like getting people to fill in on this show has always been a little bit of yeah. a big ask. Hello, I mean, you, I'm going to give you six questions it. for books that you're, you know, and some, Jen was always really, really nice about, and Amanda, about like trying to softball it for us so that yeah. when I went on, someone wasn't recommending like, or asking for, you know, I don't know, steampunk Westerns. And I'm like, uh, that I, she tried to tailor <laughs> it to like what we like to read, but that's, that's only if those questions are available. Like, yes. you know, it doesn't always work that way. Like Jen said, you can't just recommend any. I, someone's like, please give me you know, science right. fiction. I'm like, have you read this romance? Right. Um, which we do sometimes do if it fits the bill. But Well, yes. it's true. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So it's been and, and especially, again, if you're trying not to repeat books, which people were justifiably annoyed at. Like there was a year where we just recommended Alexander Chi's Queen of the Night Queen. to everyone. Um, I read Queen of the Night because of you two. <laughs> I was a baby book riot fan back then. I was like, I oh, need to read this book. And I associate it with both of your voices. <laughs> that makes me so happy to hear. I mean, we truly did not feel bad about that. That was a very sorry, not sorry moment. Yes. But we took everybody's point. It's like, yeah, okay. Like if you're just recommending the same books all the time, yeah, okay, the yes. purpose of the show is a little bit defeated. Um, and, and then I was thinking about, okay, yeah, like sustainability, like a lot of us are not able to read as much or as fast as we once were because our brains are just overloaded. Yep. And again, as Vanessa said, like some of us have less time for reading because we've taken on other duties or like we're trying to like, I don't know, do things in the world. Like have... Or we're on multiple podcasts. <laughs> yeah. Or you're already on multiple podcasts, which everybody is at this point, I think. Uh, Most and are. so, yeah, pretty much everyone. So, you know the bandwidth is limited so I was like okay how am I gonna thread this needle because we do still want to give y'all 
personalized reading recommendations like that was the you know initial point of the show yeah. I mean it grew out of Jeff and Rebecca right doing mo- the um you know listener question mom dads and grads etc yep. shows on the book riot podcast and we were like oh we should make a whole podcast about this and obviously it worked well and people really liked it but it was definitely time for a rethinking in terms of yeah what's sustainable and what but what's also fun and interesting to listen to yes so again though this is an experiment right so if it turns out that like y'all don't like it or we don't like it or <laughs> or a knows? combination of the above <laughs> or a combination of those things you know we'll do something else uh and so um so yeah so it's it's also kind of nice though to think about like it this show has been so regular for five like it's every week yeah. for five years kind of thing um I mean I guess it was bi-weekly initially but it it became weekly pretty early on if I recall yeah and then correctly. you throw in Hansel too and yeah yes exactly so I'm excited to play around with it a little bit obviously it's bittersweet you know we miss Amanda Nelson yes. a lot um but you I'll know she's out there do doing the occasional, thing I was gonna say I'll do some Being singing awesome. To yes, yes. Remind us. Yeah, of we need like funny noises. Delilah <laughs> after dark voice at some point, you know. Yes. <laughs> there is a lot of of faux singing for sure. Yes. I'm actually really excited about the literal human versus algorithm part because I know when Yay. I've done recommendations, whether because of my on-site writing or, you know, when we pitch in for TBR or whatever, it is always very interesting, sometimes in a funny way and sometimes in a yes. not funny way, on what you might find on the internet when you yes. ask for a recommendation. Sometimes I'm like, oh, cool, spot on. And other times I'm like, bruh. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so. right. Exactly. You're like, what were you thinking, computer? I, I'm actually very excited about that aspect of it, too. And because I'm going to leave it up to whoever's got it for that question to figure out which algorithm they want to use like are they going to rely on storygraph are they going to rely on amazon or goodreads or like whatever like find a book recommendation like find a a site that will give you an algorithm recommendation and put in the book and like see what happens and i think that's (laughs) going to be probably occasionally terrible (laughs) yeah i mean i I hope sometimes it's great but i'm actually looking forward to the ones where i'm like no (laughs) yeah but because it's kind of fun to try to reverse engineer like why why was this why why this book why (laughs) so (laughs) it's gonna be the wild west out here but we're gonna make it happen (laughs) yeah yeah totally totally i love it yeah I, I, I mean, for a case, I mean, Jen kind of teased this a little bit at the top of the show, but um, when we referred to me coming on as the quote unquote podcast consultant, <laughs> because we had this same uh, conversation over on the podcast I co-host once a month um, and plus backlist, which is all the books and all the backlist. And that one was actually a rotation of hosts or is a rotation of hosts. Mm-hmm. We had a once upon a time, again, to take us back to yieldy book riot times. It was just Liberty and Rebecca who mm-hmm. single-handedly by themselves every Tuesday <laughs> oh would each God. present four books that were coming out that week. And then that became unsustainable. Rebecca, obviously, once she kind of, you know, moved up, then it ended up coming down to just Liberty and then a rotation of hosts. And Mm -hmm. then those rotations of hosts have often had to change because, again, Mm -hmm. the model is just not sustainable for everyone. And I know our audience, like, if you actually look at the statistics on how many books 
an average American reads a year. The kinds of people that come to our site like to balk at that because I think the statistic is, is it like 12 or like less yeah, than it's 12? Yeah, like 12, 12 makes you a power reader. Yeah, whereas our people are out here reading, you know, anywhere from like 60 to 400 books a year. So I get that mm-hmm. that sounds unrealistic, but it isn't when you are also, because the other misconception that we sometimes get, which is, you know, it's fair, is that because we work in books that there is like a chunk of time where we just sit and read on the clock. And I cannot tell you how deeply, deeply wrong. (laughs) I every once in a while will sneak like, oh, I got 15 minutes in and then I feel like I won the day. But most of the reading that people that work in books and publishing do is actually off the clock. Um, So combining all of that, we just realized that asking like, you know, all the books hosts to to do all of that was was it going to work. So it it was the first time we'd ever been brave enough to do that. And we had Mm -hmm. that very special episode where we talked to each other for the first time, by the way, because those, you know, rotating hosts were like never on the same call at the same time. We only ever talked to Liberty. So it was the first time I got to talk to Danica and Trisha, uh, Trisha, to um, Tirza and to Patricia. But that was the first time that we'd ever done that. And the response that we got from you all as listeners was the thing that really, not to be cheesy, but like warmed my heart. And the people were like, mm-hmm. A, yes, please. Like we have wondered how you were able to make this happen as long as you did. Or a lot of folks just thanked us for being real about how we were all feeling with the state of the world. And, you know, it feels like 20 things have happened since then to, you know, yeah. further make us all feel no feel the feelings. They were really thankful to us for having just said it out loud because I think everybody's feeling that way and whatever it is that they do for a living. Like, oh, I have to do capitalism, but, you know, things are happening outside my door that make me not want to. Uh, so show title, I have to do capitalism. I have to do capitalism. <laughs> so I hope that this is a conversation and an experiment that succeeds. And I also hope that us having just this talk is a further reminder to everybody that we're all just doing our best and that we are... Yeah. Still trying to do stuff that meets in the middle of that Venn diagram between what's fun for us to do and that's fun for you to listen to, and and hopefully it works out. Today's episode is brought to you by Avid Reader Press. So this next book is a really fun sounding mashup of different genres. There's a little time travel, a little romance, a little spy thriller action going on. So in the near future, a civil servant is offered the salary of her dreams and is shortly afterward told what project she'll be working on. A recently established government ministry is gathering quote unquote expats from across history to establish whether time travel is feasible for the body, but also for the fabric of space time. This is an exquisitely original and feverishly fun fusion of genres and ideas. The Ministry of Time by Colleen Bradley asks, what does it mean to defy history when history is living in your house? Colleen Bradley's answer is a blazing, unforgettable testament to what we owe each other in a changing world. It kind of gives Outlander meets Cloud Atlas or If the Time Traveler's Rife was written by Sally Rooney or Colson Whitehead. Make sure to check out The Ministry of Time by Colleen Bradley. And thanks again to Avid Reader Press for sponsoring this episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's going to be interesting. I uh, I am pretty jazzed about it. I am pretty jazzed about it because I'm I just about I, you coming up with the idea. <laughs> yeah, well, right, that too. I mean, I really didn't want it to just go away entirely. Yeah. You know, I know it felt we weird. said in the yeah, it felt really weird. I, we said in the last episode, like it's not like I'm not grateful for the break because you yeah. know every week till the heat death of the sun is a, mm-hmm. a lot. Um, <laughs> And I was grateful for the break, but I, it was like, you know, it is impossible to just like, 
okay, now we're just going to do something else without Amanda. Like, sure, yeah. here we go. Um, so it was, you know, I did some personal brainstorming. I did some brainstorming with Jeff and Rebecca. I did some brainstorming with Vanessa. Like, we all, you know, thought and thought and thought about it. And uh, it was an interesting exercise to try to figure out, like, okay, what do people like about the show? How yeah. do we give it? How do we give that to you, but in a new and, again, more sustainable form? Like, how do we thread that needle? And um, I'm not, like, 100% convinced that I'm right, but I was really proud of actually having an idea. <laughs> no, seriously. Book Riot is in a stage, too, now. I mean, we've been around for 10 years where, right. like, we're just, you know, I and mean, we've always, I think, been to some degree pretty good at this. But we're definitely like, okay, sometimes you just have to experiment and, like, see if a thing right. works. And we have many of those things that have and have not worked. Uh, Jen mm-hmm. brought up the example that The Hand Cell is sort of a revamp of the way we used to do Recommended, which is a show I loved. And I know a lot of Aww. people did, too. Like, I loved it deeply. My TBR blew up. And it was so great to see some of my favorite people recommending the books that they said shaped right? them when I was such a big fan of their work. But for those who don't know, the production that used to go into that yes. was much more complicated because it wasn't what it's now going to be, which is mm-hmm. Jen not having to silence herself. <laughs> She's actually <laughs> going to be part of the show and get to interview these people. But before Jen was having to edit, like it was, it was produced. It was, you know, taking yes. sound bites from like what they said and like making them work. Now it's hopefully going to be, and I, I personally think that the interview format is more interesting. Like I love the idea of having yeah. some back and forth. Uh, but and and still getting everything I loved from yeah, that show. Yeah. So yeah, we were we were trying to do a couple things with the way that recommended was produced. Like we were like, can we do like something a little more like NPR style for yes. lack of a better comp? And like, yeah, like is it more interesting to just hear the author? But we, you know, nobody can just monologue, so we would just take out the interviewer. Um, and yeah, it was it it did end up being a lot a big lift for production purposes um and also we did have weirdly had trouble marketing it like i don't podcast marketing is such a black box so you don't even know you don't even know like it is unless you're in this industry it's just impossible to tell what works in a lot of ways aside from spending a million dollars on facebook ads like that's that'll work but like not everybody can do that nor should we all so um yeah, even yeah, on the advertiser I, side, somebody had to bring that up to me, which is yes. so like intuitive now. But like, you know, th- everything that you consume on the internet, whether that's podcast or whatever, like advertising dollars are how they're able to do that. That's not a secret. But um, with everything else, you can generally be like, this is how many clicks your thing got, right? And this is how many. What I, and with podcasts, it's just like people yeah. heard your book 900 right. times and in theory <laughs> went off and like, you know, it's, it's just harder. It's, it's, a, it's yeah. a thing that's harder to measure. But obviously, we all know that tons of us spend time in the podcast space. Yes. So. How do we, yeah. how do we make it all work? Yeah. Yeah. So it's, uh, I am excited though about getting to chatty chat with, um, these authors. I've already started my interview wish list. I was going to say this sounds, whew, I would, but that wish list was, would be long. <laughs> well, Vanessa, this is the problem. I counted. I only actually have seven spots because it's only a three month experiment oh. and it's bi-weekly. Yikes. So I was like, oh my God. So a new daily podcast from book. <laughs> No, no, we won't. We won't. We Jen won't. interviews everyone forever. Um, it could happen. It could happen. No, it cannot. It actually cannot. <laughs> it really cannot. <laughs> but I really, and so I had to let go of having like 
the perfect, you know, lineup. Yeah. And I am just aiming for like, you know, different voices, different genres, you know, who looks interesting, yeah. who's got a book coming out because it's easier to schedule interviews with people who have books coming out. Yes, so absolutely. there will be some familiar names, but there's also some folks that I think will be new to y'all. And I'm excited about that too. I like to yeah. mix that up as well. So, but yeah, only having seven spots is kind of a buzzkill when I went to go put together my wish list because I was like, wow, that is not a lot of spots. Don't mind me hacking into your calendar and like somehow <laughs> making it so that you don't get the wrong appointment date. I'm like, hello, author. Jen is yes, sick today. She, right. Really? I saw her on Instagram. No, she's sick today. It's, it's actually me. Um, <laughs> that or we just do lots of author interviews in one show and speed them up like chipmunk style. Like, yeah, right. <laughs> The, the hand cell is now three hours long, so it's going to be 14 authors per episode. Welcome to hand cell theater, all like masterpiece. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm the bad idea person. Jen's the good idea person. <laughs> this is why we each have very distinct jobs and mine is like, yeah, yeah, run a website. <laughs> it's fine. I swear I, I do a- things. I mean, human versus algorithm is honestly the best idea I've had in like three years. I'm not going to lie. No, oh, it's, it's great. the best. Jen sent it to me in like an Asana task and I was reading through it like yes yes I like it all I saw was like yeah like the words human versus algorithm like I have questions yeah and and liked it yeah no I we're over here throwing pasta at the wall until something Mm -hmm. sticks but I really I really do genuinely like the idea I think it's gonna be fun yay it is going to be fun. It is going to be fun. I hope so. it. I mean, for you now that this like it works right. to successful because then we can, you know, add more authors to that mix and right. not have to have you do the like, you must be the chosen seven. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. It is. Uh, it is. I do hope. I hope it works because I do think these are going to be fun for us to do. And I hope people will like listening to them. I hope um, so too. I've already started, you know claiming my victims for who will play human versus algorithm with me and uh it's gonna be it's gonna be a good time so I think it'll be great I'm yeah. available for another very special oh well good to know good to know yes, yes. <laughs> unlike on all the backlist when I introduced I just didn't even introduce myself I just decided to put myself in the feed and like not actually say hey I've joined this rotation <laughs> again this is why I'm not the idea person <laughs> You've got other things going on. It's, yes, but still, I was just like, hi, I'm just going to start talking and never once explain, like, oh, I'm one of the new, you know, hosts on the show. So I, That's <laughs> anyway. Fine. People have heard you on the main show, right? Like, yes. they know who you yes. are. Yes, in theory, yes. In theory, in theory. All right. Well, did we cover everything? I think we did. I think we did. We're excited mm-hmm. to ride this wave with y'all. We hope everybody loves it. Like you said, and we continue to listen to it. Thanks for being such loyal listeners all this time and for Yeah, seriously. Yeah. I Being part really get book 2.0. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, the messages that came through when we announced the, you know, temporary shutdown of the show were very lovely. So thank you all for those. That was very, very sweet. All right. So, yes. So this is your reminder to tune in in early August for the very first new Hansel episode. Aww. And then they will run every other Thursday until the end of October. Um, and Human versus Algorithm will be once a month on Thursdays that don't have a Hansel episode. I don't know how better to explain that part of it. Like, it's going to alternate. Just, but- <laughs> you know, as long as you're subscribed, it'll drop into your feed. Yes. So just exactly. do that. <laughs> you will not have to go looking for it. It will be there in your podcatcher as long as you stay subscribed to this feed. So, yeah. Thank you all so much for listening. And uh, 
Thank you in advance. Pretty, pretty please. Send us your feedback about these uh, new style episodes. Get booked at bookriot.com. We cannot wait to hear your thoughts. Although, obviously, like, please be kind. (laughs) If you hate it, you can tell us you hate it, but like be nice about it, maybe. Um. (laughs) With kind hatred, reader. (laughs) Exactly. Respectful (laughs) hatred. It's fine. Uh, Okay, yes. And then obviously for more recommendations for books, you can always get those at bookriot.com. You can find our other podcasts at bookriot.com slash listen. Speaking of finding people, Vanessa, where can people find you? I'm mostly on the gram posting either pictures of books or my niece and nephew at uh, Buenos Dias SD. That's Buenos and then Dias, like my last name, SD. Your, your like niece and nephew are ridiculously adorable. So I'm obsessed. Know. Like you would think people are like, oh, do you have children? I'm like, no, they're not my, my children. I just like to post them a lot because they're cute. <laughs> and yes. So yeah. fun. So that's me. It's that, <laughs> it's that big aunt energy. I love it. I love it. Um, I aspire. Yes, same, same. I am also well, mostly, well, I'm mostly on nothing right now. I'm taking like my semi-regular summer break, it turns out. But <laughs> you can, when I'm posting, you can find me on Twitter and Tumblr as Jen IRL, J-E-N-N-I-R-L, or on Instagram as I am Jen IRL. So we will see you in August. <laughs>